Good morning, good morning, everybody. It is Monday at 5.34 a.m. Just got finished with an hour of meditation. Uh, I ended up drinking some coffee this morning. I was not very responsible this weekend. And I had some trouble sleeping just overall. I was waking up at 2 o'clock Saturday night and uh, last night as well. So I made myself some half and half. Got up at 3.30 and uh, sipped a very, very small cup of that. And I can tell the caffeine is in me. Um, I can also tell I'm, I'm sluggish. Uh, just from probably from all the dope that I consumed. Uh, what's crazy is I had a very, very powerful experience Saturday. Uh, it was just a, cra- a sequence of events, like one right after another. And they all related to marijuana. And so I'm coming at you guys this morning with a renewed vigor. I don't I don't think I was taking this very seriously the last couple of weeks. I know I wasn't. I know I was not taking this very seriously the last couple of weeks. Um but at this phase, uh I I'm back at it. I know I know you guys have heard this a thousand times and I apologize. Lots of uhs and ums here, but Saturday we had crazy, crazy thunderstorms and uh that evening I was taking a friend of mine out to a bar, and he took an edible before we left. It was an edible I had given him, and I told him to take just half a teaspoon. This stuff is potent. It's some coconut oil I made. I made it with two ounces of dope, so it's about as heady as it gets, and unfortunately, you know, he did not measure. He just scraped a bunch off. He's had it for a while. He's He's experimented with it, you know, more than once. And so for some reason he thought he could eyeball it. But I think he was he was nervous. I think we were, you know, it was kind of a new experience for us. I don't want to get too much into it because I don't want to, you know, give away his, his personal life. But, um, you know, was, he was kind of nervous about this moment. And I suspect is what happened is, you know, he just thought that, oh, this isn't enough. I need a little more. I need a little more. And wow, we got to the bar and I got out of the car and was like, whoa, I had taken some butter and that kicked in. But once we got into the bar, boom, that oil kicked in for him. And thank God the bar had a post like right in the middle next to the pool table because we were shooting pool and uh, that post was holding him up. And we actually got to the bar around 545 and we left at 630 because he was so fucked up. Uh, I basically had to carry him down the sidewalk. His, his uh, shoulder, his arm was over my shoulder. Started throwing up halfway to the car. I got him to the car, and uh, I ran back because I'd put a beer can on the ground. So I ran back to the bar, put that away, ran back to the car. <sighs> basically, just hung out in the car for a little while. Didn't know what to do with him. You know, couldn't take him home yet because uh, he's so messed up. His wife probably lose it. Uh, but didn't really want to hang out with him because he's mumbling and muttering and couldn't put two words together. And so I started driving him to my place. But <laughs> partway there, he's he's being super fucking annoying, you know. Uh, so I just said, dude, I'm going to take you home. <laughs> so I start taking him home. He starts crying. You know, he's like, oh, don't you love me? La, 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 la. And uh, so he stops annoying me. So I'm like, all right, fine, we'll go to my place. So I pull into a little trailhead on the way there, 
And my wife calls, boom, her car, something was wrong with the car. She had to pull over and uh, she's crying <laughs> and, you know, and I'm high. I'm not super jacked up though. I'm like, I was fully functioning. I don't, I don't remember what strain I had put in that butter, but it was not a knockout strain. And so thankfully I'm, I'm there. So she calls me and I'm able to calm her down and, and guide her to a parking spot and so change plans, buddy. We're going over there. So drive over there, get pick her up, bring her the rest of the way home, schedule AAA to come get the car, meet AAA at the car, get the car back to the house, and then finally take my buddy to his house. On my way to my buddy's house, it's I'm talking extreme lightning, extreme rain, thunder, and I'm having these crazy, crazy moments where the weather is aligned with my thoughts again i'm not i'm not cooked i'm not i am not baked you know what i'm saying like i was i was maybe a little high but again very articulate strangely articulate actually um, my command of vocabulary was excellent that night my speech was clear and so you know as my buddies you know thrown still throwing up in the car and mumbling and whatnot Thunder and lightning's pouring, and uh, just I I got and I got wicked high yesterday, which is crazy because Saturday night I was like, wow, this is it! Like it doesn't get any more affirmation than this. I mean, literally, you guys. The short version of the story is God was talking to me. Um, there would be a rumble of thunder every time. Uh, you know, I said something in my brain that God would agree with. The lightning would come down terrifyingly close. Um, every time, you know, I started thinking about keeping the weed and then boom, like God would just put this fear in me. Uh, it was wild. And then there would be like crazy flashes that were just affirmations. Um, it, it was, it was a really, really powerful moment for me. And, uh, prior to heading to his house after the tow truck, it's this young 20 year old kid tow, doing the tow truck. And he's flying around. It turns out he had done 27 calls that day already. And I said, dude, I'm really impressed with your work ethic and with who you are. I'd invest in you if you ever wanted to buy a truck. He's like, yeah, this job saved my life. I've been working it for four weeks. And before that, I was just smoking a lot of weed and doing nothing with myself. And this job drug tests and uh, it's just changed my life. And I was like, dude, I'm, I'm struggling with that right now. He's like, yeah, it was hard, but you just got to want it. And it's like, fuck, like, listen to this kid. Fuck, you know, he found he found some meaning. He found some purpose. Uh, and four weeks, oh, my God, I, I can't remember the last time I was sober for four weeks. Um, so, so, yeah, it's on like Donkey Kong. And I figured I needed to start including scripture early in the morning because that seems to be one of the things I've tracked in terms of what days I smoke, what days I don't smoke, the days I have scripture in my life uh, tend to be the days I don't smoke. And so meditated this morning, and now let's go ahead and, and get into the Word. So Proverbs chapter 11. A false balance is an abomination to the Lord, but a just weight is his delight. So I assume in this case they're you know, talking about goods that you're buying and selling, you know, a scale with money, that kind of thing. Uh, when pride comes, then comes dishonor. But with the humble is wisdom. 
The integrity of the upright will guide them, but the crookedness of the treacherous will destroy them. Riches do not profit in the day of wrath, but righteousness delivers from death. The righteousness of the blameless will smooth his way, but the wicked will fall by his own wickedness. The righteousness of the upright will deliver them, but the treacherous will be caught by their own greed. When a wicked man dies, his expectation will perish, and the hope of the strong men perishes. The righteous is delivered from trouble, but the wicked takes his place. With his mouth the godless man destroys his neighbor, but through knowledge the righteous will be delivered. When it goes well with the righteous, the city rejoices, and when the wicked perish, there is joyful shouting. By the blessing of the upright a city is exalted, but by the mouth of the wicked it is torn down. He who despises his neighbor lacks sense. But a man of understanding keeps silent. He who goes about as a talebearer reveals secrets, but he who is trustworthy conceals a matter. Where there is no guidance, the people fall, but in abundance of counselors there is victory. He who is grantor for a stranger will surely suffer for it, but he who hates being a grantor is secure. A gracious woman attains honor, and ruthless men attain riches. The merciful man does himself good, but the cruel man does himself harm. The wicked earns deceptive wages, but he who sows righteousness gets a true reward. He who is steadfast in righteousness will attain to life, and he who pursues evil will bring about his own death. The perverse in heart are an abomination to the Lord, but the blameless in their walk are his delight. Assuredly, the evil man will not go unpunished, but the descendants of the righteous will be delivered. As a ring of gold in a swine's snout, so is a beautiful woman who lacks discretion. The desire of the righteous is only good, but the expectation of the wicked is wrath. There is one who scatters, and yet increases all the more. And there is one who withholds what is justly due, and yet it results only in want. The generous man will pro be prosperous, and he who waters will himself be watered. He who withholds grain, the people will curse him, but blessing will be on the head of him who sells it. He who diligently seeks good seeks favor, but he who seeks evil, evil will come to him. He who trusts in his riches will fall, but the righteous will flourish like the green leaf. He who troubles his own house will inherit wind, and the foolish will be servant to the wise-hearted. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and he who is wise wins souls. If the righteous will be rewarded in the earth, how much more the wicked and the sinner. So that is uh, Proverbs chapter 11. And uh, one more thing, one more piece before I sign off here. I'm going to try to adopt this whole born again thing, um, not only in the sense of faith and praying, but I have to let go of this uh, identity that I have, this former this athlete competitive identity because uh, that's not me anymore. I'm damaged. Like I have a bulging disc, and that's it. Like it's all she wrote. It's game over. That chapter's closed. And what's crazy is, growing up, I used to kind of laugh at people who, you know, couldn't seem to adapt to change over time. 
you know, in particular, let's give an example, graduating from high school, right? Like some kids just were not ready to graduate. And yet to me, it was like, okay, that chapter's closed. You know, it's time to move on to the next one. Okay, college is done. That chapter's closed. Time to move on. I guess that was pretty uh, arrogant of me because if you don't want that chapter to close or if it's not the time frame on which you were prepared for, then you're in the same jam they are. And so for me, when it comes to athletic training and competitive athletics, uh, triathlon, powerlifting, I'm having a really hard time letting that go. And I'm having a hard time interacting socially. Uh, you know, I, I moved a couple of years ago, so I've been, I've been out here for like three, four years now. But more people, the people who know me here, don't know the athlete that I was. Like, they don't know when I was all jacked up. I walk around at like 169 right now. I used to walk around at like 182. Just total beef, right? Like I had a neck that went from my ears to my shoulders. And these people don't know that. They don't know me in that way. And I cling to it, you know? It's like I can't seem to let that identity go. And uh, my time has come and gone. 31 years old now. And uh, there's not to say that by the time I'm 50, you know, the stem cells will be like much more easily accessible and our surgical procedures will be better. And so that competitive athletics won't ever be in my life. But it's not in my life right now. And, um, and I have to be okay with that. And so uh, I shaved my head. I, I gave myself a, a, a goatee, like midlife crisis here. And moving forward, not only am I going to try to be sober uh, from this marijuana addiction, but I'm also going to just try to be a new person. It's time to focus on other things. It's time to focus on the spiritual side. It's, it's time to focus on, on wisdom. Um, it's time to focus on leadership, you know, and on my job, on teaching. Um, it's time to be the, the Mr. So-and-so instead of just being, uh, instead of just being Jonah. So, uh, much love, everybody, much love. I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry you, you, if you've been with me since the very beginning. You know, I, I, I just haven't seemed to been able to shake this habit, but uh, I, I have a renewed sense of purpose. I suspect tomorrow will be the, a challenging day. Um, right now, my brain is so melted from the quantities that I consumed over the weekend. I can't even think about smoking, but... I, I know I will. I know it'll come. Yeah, but like I said, Saturday it was like it was like God was talking to me. This young Thundercat with the tow truck, the actual thunder and lightning. I'm telling you, it was it was just bizarre. It was so crazy. And then even yesterday, um, driving my wife home because her car didn't work. I look out and we were just we were talking about sobriety or something, and I look out and then there's a just a little chunk of rainbow, not not a ring, not a whole arc or anything like that, but literally just one, almost like a fish scale of rainbow out my window as I turn and look. Right then, God's promise. Um, just, just totally, totally wild. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's, that's all she wrote. Let's go with my main man, Sri Chinmoy. That's S-R-I space C-H-I-N-M-O-W. Uh, really, really impressive human being. I would encourage you to check him out. 
uh, he says, no price is too great to pay for inner peace. So remember to find satisfaction in the struggle and peace in the moment. We'll see you next time.